I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Do take requests on topics, and I would like to have you on my podcast if you're interested in sharing an undo redo that you have had. And I want to let you know that undo redo retreats in Utah have happened and they have been successful. So I've made a 45 day program that ensures you get the long lasting change for your relationships that you struggle in or that are difficult for you. Once you know this, you will be able to use it because I walk you through making it happen during the program and you will be able to improve all your relationships from there. It's completely priceless. This information gives and gives. It's 50% off if you sign in in this month of January using code 2024 debut at lifecoachalisa.com. I also want you to know I have a monthly membership that makes for more of a consistent undo redo in your life and it supports you as life is happening and as relationships unfold on more of a slow and steady pace. So you'll be able to find your voice in any of these, master your emotions, neutralize conflict, and take back control of being present with you. Maybe you have no idea what you wanted because you're too busy making it happen for everyone else around you. That's the whole point, is to address what you are meant to do in this life while you are connected to heaven, yet you're still in this world. So speaking of not knowing what to do with your time, when you do have some, who out there is so confused about something, anything right now? Because I can relate. I used to spend a lot of time in confusion and I know that place really well. It sounds a lot like, what am I doing? Or I just don't know what I should do. What do I do for my kid who struggles or my burnt out husband who has insomnia, my messy house? I have an endless laundry list of things that I got to get done. These thoughts are associated with a feeling of self-doubt and uncertainty. And you're possibly overwhelmed by all the options there are to choose from. Uh, You could have fear over a life-changing decision or direction. You could have fear over leaving someone out or offending someone. You could have guilt because others' wants and their care should come before yours. Maybe you're stuck in confusion because you want to do something for yourself that you feel is very important for you, but when you consider following through with it, it ends up feeling very selfish. The thoughts I hear most often while I'm coaching when people are in confusion are, I just don't know, or what if I fail? That's probably in like third place. What if I fall short is in second, and in first place is what if I make the wrong decision? These fears are what keep us stuck in confusion. So we're going to kind of pull them apart and loosen the grip that it has on us because no one loves to be stuck. It restricts your life. It gives you less options and it makes you feel very closed in on or trapped. The truth is most of the time it's all in your head. It's our humanity that keeps us stuck in confusion. We want to stay comfortable. It's a part of our brain that's primal. It wants us to stay comfortable. It keeps us living small and staying in the same cozy, familiar place because we love it so much. 
basically we're scared of doing things that take any courage or any risk at all. So we don't even try. Divinity wants us to go big. Divinity wants us to get out of our own way and take some risks. It wants us to do whatever it takes to pull us out of our fears, out of our scarcity, and put all of that aside and move into action. Action that positively impacts the bigger picture. If all humans could break free from this mode of comfort and giving into our humanity, divinity could use us for a much greater good. First, it would change us to take risks and to do things that would require bravery. We would gain more by doing it. And then it would change others around us. And it would keep rippling into the world through others. That's how it works. So let's do it. Where do we start? First, we listen in on the thoughts in our head and we identify the ones that cause us fear. So when fear surfaces, what did you just think? We can see our mindset more clearly, knowing which thoughts are creating the fear. Then we just kind of get curious and observant about it. And this comes from the frontal part of our brain, the frontal cortex. This is where we analyze what's really going on in our head. And this is where divinity supports us. We leave the default primal, stuck in a loop, natural man mode, and we take a listen in on the continuous loop that's on replay and what's actually happening. What is it that has kept us so comfortable? Why do we love it so much? If we can question and challenge it until we see it and understand why it's there keeping us safe and keeping us restricted, once we understand it, then we can move on. We can leave it behind. We understand why we were feeling it, why we were doing it, and then we can move on. You may notice it's been much easier to stay in confusion because there's no commitment. When you don't have the answer, it's so much more comfortable to just be confused. There's no success. There's no failure. Or is there? How do you define failure? It's actually very important for you to know what failure would mean. In your, in your mind, how do you define it? Because fear keeps us in confusion. So this is the starting point to get you out of confusion. Why is making the decision that you need to make scary? Let's talk about the worst case scenario. What if you choose the wrong thing? What if you make the wrong decision? But really, how bad could it be? Is your confusion about life or whatever decision you have to make? Are you just figuring out what area to start to organize and declutter your space? Or are we talking about a really stressful relationship and that you're scared to address it? You're wishing the disconnect wasn't there. You wish deep down you could have love instead of judgment for this person or forgiveness. And you want to be at complete ease with that person. Are you worried that people will find out that you made a wrong choice? Are you worried someone's going to judge you about it? Maybe it's just scary if you're thinking that they think, I don't know what I'm doing. Does that make any sense? You're sitting around and you're just like, oh, but what if I look like I don't know what I'm doing? Like maybe that's scary so you don't make any decisions at all. That's why it's important to know what failure looks like to you. Because what are you making it mean? What if somebody doesn't like what you're doing? Aren't there like a million people out there that you don't like what they're doing? And what are you making that mean? If it's not something that others directly see or even know about, unless you were to like tell them, 
then maybe you're afraid because you'll make it mean that you're wrong again. Do you tell yourself you're wrong often? Are you judging yourself as failing in life or as failing in your marriage or as failing as a mom or a parent? Because maybe what you're afraid of is shaming yourself. That's what I found that I do. In the past, I was concerned someone would like find out that I wasn't taking care of my kids as well as I should or my body or that I was messy and unorganized and I didn't want anybody to see it. But what I was afraid of, I was afraid of being found out. So I hid all these behaviors that I was judging as bad. Nobody was really judging me as it being bad. I was judging, I was shaming myself all along for stuff that no one even knew about. And this felt awful. It was all in my imagination and I held myself under my own disapproval and my own judgment. Mostly because I knew I could do better. I knew I should do better and I had to do better, but I wasn't able to bring myself to do it. I knew I could be more kind, but I was triggered so often or I had guilt for being so angry at those cute little kids and for yelling and shaming them and for really for nothing that they did necessarily. They, they were good enough as kids go, but I was being triggered and making it seem like it was their fault. Like, look what they did. How rude of me to blame. Now, I could care less nowadays what most people think, and I'm still doing the work with myself to align with who I say I am. Like, I am one who loves regardless. I am one who forgives, who supports, who teaches truth. Like, I am an example of Christ and his teachings. That's what I would like to be. I connected with divinity. I invited him along for strength and I started to take care of my body, take care of my relationships and the things because I like to do it. I no longer feel like I have to do it or I should be doing it. I now speak up in ways that show love for myself and for other people around me. And I can show love for the person that I don't agree with any of their behaviors or some of their behaviors. And I keep up on my end of enforcing healthy boundaries. So I have success in my goals and know what I can handle and what I allow myself to be around. I do what I can each day to connect to heaven because it puts me in a space of clarity, not in that like scarcity humanity spin. And I'm not always 100%, but I know once I realize it, I can pick up from there. I can slack off, I can pick up, and I can do both at whatever pace I choose. And I don't have to. I like putting in the effort towards me. It rewards me. I feel empowered and it gives back so much more than choosing the comfort and the closed in and the laziness that humanity or AKA my primal brain did. Yes, I make tons and tons of mistakes uh, daily, hourly sometimes. And I'm just like, phew, tough being a human, but I'm getting better at not making it mean that I'm a failure. And I'm getting better at making my inconsistency mean that I'm just still trying. I'm just still trying to make life work for myself. And when I need to pull back and address more other important things, I just get back to it when I feel like it's time. And I don't make it mean that anything's gone wrong. It's nothing dramatic. I can always just try again. Isn't it beautiful? God did that for us. We can just decide again any day, any time we want. 
So if you're in confusion, what if you were able to take a real close look at your own confusion? And what do you find? Are you really confused about where to put your belongings or what kind of foods you should eat or how do you talk to this person? Is it confusion about how to heal a relationship? Maybe there's too many steps to the end goal and you can't make sense of it. Do you tell yourself that you don't know how to show love anymore? That you don't know how to quit being so angry and annoyed? That you don't even know what doesn't trigger you anymore? Maybe you just hate where you're at and you know you can do better and you know that there's a better way and you've been confused for so many years putting other people's needs before yours and now you're just stuck there. Ask yourself how you can try from a new way, from a place of divinity instead of humanity. I can help you with that. I would love to support and see you through to the other side of this. If you've thought of anyone while listening to this, share. The heavens often reach us through each other, so if you did think of anyone, please share. I love you all, and I am here to talk to you. Go to lifecoachalisa.com to get on a free call with me to find out how powerful this coaching stuff really is, because you've got to try it to actually believe it. Okay, talk to you next week. Bye.